<laughs> Today we has dog. Yes. If you're watching the video version, you get a nice treat. <laughs> no, she's she's so fixated on me. She always has to be near me, and she always has to be staring at me. She always has to be has to be. Whatever English, I can't speak English. <laughs> We're dog sitting, right now. Yeah, for my sister. She's so sweet. She's so sweet. I we're love her. we're working on some stuff with her, but she's a really good dog. It's just other dogs. She's yeah. she's not a fan. <laughs> yeah, but she's really well trained for like everything else. Yeah. Yeah. It's adult stuff. It's being an adult. It's it is. Growing up, responsibility. Well, it makes me want a dog, and it also makes me not want a dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it's hard, especially when like, you're all like I'm always worried about what other people think. Yeah. And then at the same time, I'm also worried about doing a good job. Like, I want to be a good dog owner. Mm -hmm. I know I don't own this dog, but I want to take good care of it. But then, like, for example, she doesn't know any better. So when she sees another dog and she freaks out, starts barking and stuff like that, I don't want other people to be scared, but I also don't want to, like, come across like I'm, I don't take proper care of her. Nobody's thinking that. <laughs> in depth about it no i know but i just that's what i'm just saying like that's what one of my insecurities when it comes to like that kind of responsibility mm. my voice is <clears throat> oh there's water mine's been like that today too i don't know why <clears throat> i'll just be talking and i don't feel anything but suddenly it's all like husky husky no there aren't any other dogs around raspy she's so good she's such a cutie yeah she is. For those of you just listening, she is a Australian cattle dog. Oh, <laughs> and she just did the cutest thing. Yeah. Otherwise known as a blue healer. Yeah. Um, blue healers are typically half border collie, half dingo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually half and half, but they are... They're they a mix of it. They were, Yeah, they were bred mixed with um, normal, like, cattle... Or, like, shepherding dogs. So, border yeah. collies are, were often used um, by Europeans. Um, so, then, when they went to Australia, they needed something that was hardy enough to deal with the, the cattle in the, in the desert. So, that's what they, they decided to <clears throat> breed them with dingoes. That's why they did that because dingoes are pretty. Uh, they're they're pretty much wild animals. Yeah, they are absolutely. Yeah. And I heard that, like in comparison to, for example, a border collie, they're much tougher. They're not quite as smart, so you can't. Mm. They will do the job. They'll get the job done. But a border collie, border collie, you can be like, go out there and get those cattle, right? And they'll find a way to go get them. Yeah. Even if it's like a tough terrain, or a complicated situation, they'll figure it out. Well, and for these ones. I always hear that it's more about impressing the owner. Mm -hmm. Like there's like one person and they just want to impress them. Yeah. So that's why you hear stories of them like herding sheep into the ocean or herding sh sheep into like somebody else's house. Yeah. And then going to their owner and being like, I did it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like this dog's pretty good, but mm -hmm. they nip a lot. Yeah. Because... That's how they would get the cattle to move. Whereas, like, border collies or other kinds of shepherding dogs, they don't nip. They just get close enough to make the sheep feel like, oh, it's a threat. They might eat me. But, but they're not sheep, going to actually eat me. Sheep and 
um, cattle are way different. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. they're so used to the cattle where they have to get them going. They're mm-hmm. really rough. Here, you can move in this way a little bit. More. Oh, am I getting cut yeah. off? It's um <clears throat> a different setup than usual. Usually we're on this wall here. Yeah, like, usually we're facing this way. Yeah, and um, with the green screen, but we were kind of lazy. <laughs> yeah. And we decided, oops, sorry. We decided that this background is good enough. Yep. Some of my uh, Mr. Young memorabilia <laughs> behind me. And my painting. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just learned a lot about some adult responsibility. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can talk about that. Well, the reason we didn't have a podcast, well, one of the reasons we didn't have a, a podcast last week, there was a few. It was Canada Day. I have family visiting from Scotland, but the main thing was my best friend just had a baby, which was so crazy. Yeah, you were there, you experienced the whole thing. Yeah, I cried for like 20 minutes afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was, um, yeah, it was quite the experience. I tried to vlog it. I asked her if I could and she was like, of course. But then it was like, once I got there, um, I went right away as soon as she told me she was in labor. She was in labor for 30 hours. And, um, I just never had the urge to vlog. I totally forgot about it. Yeah, I think, well, the whole thing, the whole baby thing aside, we'll talk about that more, but <laughs> with vlogging, you kind of have to get in the habit of it. Well, I just, I was so busy with that. Yeah. I didn't even think about vlogging. I, yeah. I wasn't, I was thinking like, holy crap, a baby's going to come out of her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's terrifying because, like, I'm sure your mind was all over the place. You, like, I, I was even like, oh, what? I was thinking about all the things that could go wrong. I wasn't thinking about that. I was, part of me, I, every once in a while I would be thinking, like, oh, crap, what if she has to have a C-section? Because that was, like, one of her worst fears. She was like, I really don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, and the other part of it, like, most of the time I was just thinking... <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted by the dog. It's okay. Um, most of the time I was just thinking, I can't do anything. Yeah. Like, she's in so much pain from contractions and she was having back labor. For those of you that don't know, it's when the baby is pressed up against, like, your your spine, basically. Yeah, I guess they're facing the wrong direction. They're, they're, yeah, they call it sunny side up. And um, the contractions push apart your hips and your back. And it's apparently it's the worst kind of labor there is. And she had that <laughs> for her first, so that kind of sucks. That's but crazy. I was just thinking, like, I can't do anything. And I kept saying to, her, like, her partner, like, what am I, like, I feel so horrible. I want to be able to do something. I want to help. And he's like, you can't help. Like, there's nothing we can really do other than, yeah, other than be here, you know. And um, when, when we got to the hospital, um, I mean, we had been there before because she had to get a shot of morphine because she was just in so much pain. And she finally got to rest because for 30 hours, she didn't, like, sleep at all, mm-hmm. basically. Um, but the second time, when we finally went to the hospital for her to deliver, um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I started freaking out. Yeah. And it was weird because I expected myself to freak out, like, when she called me being like, I'm in labor, you know? But she told me, she's like, I think I might be in labor, but I'm not really sure, but... Whether this is fake or not, can you just come over and and hang out with me? I'm like, yeah, of course. And tr- of course, it was real, right? Yeah. And I thought I'd be freaking out that whole time. 
And I was like, wow, I'm doing really well. Like, I was just so excited. I was like, holy crap, she's going to have a baby, you yeah. know? And then I started thinking about, like, <clears throat> like this will never be the same. Our friendship will never be the same. Like, in a good way, not in a bad way. Yeah. But it was, it was just so weird. I was thinking, we're never going to be alone again. You know, she's going to have a kid. And I, yeah. I know she wants more than one. So there's, there's going to be, like, a whole family. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but when we got to the hospital, oh, I started panicking. And I was texting you being like, oh, my God, I'm going I'm to faint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you told me that the, uh, the was it the um, midwife noticed that you were freaking out? So she gave you something to do. Yeah, she was like, how about you be in charge of water? It was actually Gatorade. We had a Gatorade bottle. And... Um, she said, just in between contractions, make sure she gets something to drink. And that helped. Otherwise, I would have passed out. 100% yeah. I would have. And then she wasn't having any because she was, like, actively pushing. And um, there was, like, three nurses in the room. and Or, no, maybe two nurses and two midwives. And um, on the bed, they have, like, a, a bar that you can rest your feet on. But it was so far away that she couldn't really reach it. And she was trying to, like, prop her feet up. And she was like, can somebody freaking hold my leg? <laughs> like, she, like, screamed it. Yeah. Because, like, everyone was so preoccupied with, like, vagina, you know? Yeah. Was, no one was paying attention. Yeah. And I was just standing there with the Gatorade bottle. And everybody else was doing something, right? And I was like, well, I guess it's me. Yeah. So I w was, like, holding her leg while she pushed out a human being out of her. I literally just had crazy. the thought that having a baby... Like, a woman having a baby. It's kind of like an athlete competing. Well, yeah. It's like running a marathon. Yeah. It's, but yeah. also pushing something out. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's almost, and it's almost like a performance. Because everyone's there. Everyone has their jobs to do. But she's the star of the show. <laughs> until the baby comes out. Then the baby's the star of the show. I don't, like... Sorry, I don't mean to make, like, a weird comparison. But, like, I'm not a woman, so I don't know what it's going to be like. But... Well, she said, she said labor was more painful than giving birth. She said giving birth kind of just, like, it hurt, but it kind of just felt like the biggest shit of her life. <laughs> she, she said she kind of felt like she was pushing out a shit. <laughs> mm. um, that's funny, because, like, guys would always be like, well, I had massive shit one time, and women are like, that's nothing the same, which isn't, it isn't, right? But it's like, kind of funny that she said that. Yeah, well, she said nobody can ever make the comparison of getting kicked in the nuts no she said there is no comparison no i, can't. I mean you'd have to get kicked in the nuts repeatedly for 30 hours yeah yeah and it's then, like you and can't then, say that and that then doesn't give make any birth sense. out of your penis yeah <laughs> well i think that would probably hurt more because the, the hole is much smaller <laughs> <laughs> sorry well, um and um, anybody listening i know usually we have a very clean uh language yeah, this, this one is not this one's not if you're not not okay with it, you can totally click off. That's totally yeah, fine. And away. we don't have a charity for this one. We're just kind of talking about experiences yeah. and stuff. But we'd still love it if you gave to any other charities from any other podcasts. Yeah. We'll and name a few that we've already uh, mentioned before absolutely. in the past. Our favorite the ones. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. At we'll, the end. At the end. <laughs> yeah. At the end. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. That's okay. We, we've been trying to do podcasts where they're a little bit more um, organic. And natural and spontaneous yeah if you guys don't like that let us know and we'll sort of get more prepared ahead of time yeah but the whole point of this podcast is kind of talk about our lives our experiences and our perspective as like we're literally 
we're adults and now we're facing the music so i don't feel like an adult no i don't I mean either. this made me feel like an adult like the first one of my friends to have a baby that really like knocked some adult into me yeah because like i knew she wanted to have kids mm-hmm. but I, I didn't think it would be so soon i mean i yeah. guess it's not really that soon it's like six years after we graduated yeah so that's nuts it's so crazy yeah, that's the insane thing, and it's, like, now, I mean, my goal in life has always been to own a house, but now I'm, like, seriously, it's, like, I gotta, I gotta get myself to work as much as I can, save mm-hmm. as much money, and it's, like, when I was younger, it's, I could be, like, oh, yeah, I'm an actor, I can just rely on, like, a big job that I get, and then I'll use that to pay for a house, but it's, yeah. like, life didn't work out that way. I got a good job, but it didn't end up being, like, career-changing, life-changing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it changed my life, it was a really great experience, but it's not, like, it launched me into fame. And I have a lot of work, and I don't have to worry about that kind of thing. You okay? Yeah, no, I got a little emotional just thinking about the baby. Yeah. <laughs> and like this, this never happened before. Like, not to be, like, don't call me out on this. I know it's kind of messed up, but I hated kids. I think there are a lot of people like that. Like, I was terrified of them. I didn't, I didn't know how to talk to them. I didn't know how to, like, play with them. Even as a kid, I was really awkward with other kids. I had, I had a lot of trouble. So... This, like, completely changed how I feel about kids. Mm -hmm. Like, I still don't want kids, but I feel like, 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 I have a niece and I love her so much. But, like, I always feel, like, not, not disconnected, but I don't know the things that are happening. You know, like, the, the kids, like, real kids these days, like, real young kids these days. Yeah. I know, like, Barbie and... That stuff, I feel so disconnected a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that t- and that totally makes sense because your focus isn't to have kids. Like, mm-hmm. like everyone's different, right? Like, I'm very yeah. career-oriented, so my focus isn't to have kids mm-hmm. either. I always, because I grew up in a fairly big family, I always imagine myself having kids. Yeah. But then as I get older, I'm like, I still have a lot of things that I want to accomplish, and that's mm-hmm. totally okay. I'm that's sweating. totally Sorry. fine. That's life, right? Absolutely. Um, it's interesting because... People who are older are always like, oh, well, late 20s, early 30s, that's when women realize they want to have kids. But I think it depends on the person. And the thing is, women, I don't, like, I don't know if I should even talk about this. Women in their 20s, I'm calling you out because you probably know this, baby fever happens. That's just life. Sometimes you feel like you gotta have kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's totally normal. Well, that's just as normal as basically a man's purpose is to spread their seed. Mm-hmm. Like it's a genetic um, objective. And I find that really interesting from a kind of a scientific point of view because it, that, that very strongly interacts and affects, that very strongly affects how we interact in society mm-hmm. and, 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 and operate like, Sorry, my words are not coming through very clearly, but <clears throat> that's what I mean. Like, how we operate and our social life, how it goes through and everything. You okay? Yeah, what were you saying before? Um, we were I talking about baby fever. <laughs> oh, right. Um, um, <clears throat> I have such a bad memory. Well, we've been really busy lately, like, with the taking care of the dog and um, yeah. and the other responsibilities that we have, so... We've been trying to work on making more videos 
I recorded a video yesterday. I gotta edit, start editing it and get I'm it out. I'm so bad. Last week, I mean, we talked about all the stuff that we had going on. Mm-hmm. So I didn't make a video for my channel. You didn't make one for your channel. We didn't do the podcast. Yeah. But this week, I have no excuse. I have so much time on my hands. I worked one day this week. Yeah. I should be just doing it, you know, making videos. And I have two ideas that I've been going back and forth. I'm like, which one should I do for this week? And putting it off. And then I said that to my mom and she's like, why don't you just make both? Yeah. I'm like, because. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't want to. Because yeah. like, I can't get myself to do it. Yeah. That's the real reason. Well, I used to be like, oh, well, I can't make videos because, you know, all these ideas take some money to make and now oh, i'm just like true. i'm gonna do it anyways like the video that we made yesterday yeah i had to spend some money it wasn't a lot of money but it's entertainment and at the same time it, over time i'm gonna get paid back but yeah. it's not gonna be like oh i'm gonna make my money back on this video no i'm gonna make my money back over the next year probably mm-hmm. so that's okay um and same thing with the next video i'm gonna do like a cooking video and i'm gonna have to buy the ingredients but it's gonna be fun it's not only entertainment that I'm putting out there, which is something been basically my life's objective is to entertain people, mm-hmm. but also I get to have fun while I'm doing it. Yeah. And like you said, I need to keep reminding myself of this. It's okay to just sit down, have the camera recording and just talk. Yeah. That could become content in itself too. Mm-hmm. The way content is changing, which reflects like just humanity these days with young people and their, the, how stressful we are about life. We just sit down and we want some sort of entertainment Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a perfectly scripted podcast or a perfectly scripted tv show it's just something i mean we sat and watched a whole three or two or three hours of james charles and pewdiepie playing hunger games minecraft Minecraft. like it's basically mindless jibber jabber with a little bit of objective in it but it's like they're just like screaming and we're just sitting there like this is fun yeah we're laughing we're enjoying i think as humanity progresses and society progresses standards lower i think a lot of people our age are having an existential crisis feeling like we have no control because the government isn't listening to us and they're not doing what they promised like in a lot of places i'm not just talking about canada i'm not just just talking about the united states in a lot of places we feel like we don't have any control i agree because um excuse my bluntness but the world's been uh I'm, I'm gonna swear yeah go ahead the world's been fucked up and we're just stuck with it yeah like the environmental the environment is just screwed up no offense baby boomers but you kind of fucked us over yeah i mean that's my parents generation <laughs> oh yeah that's, i mean your parents Both generation uh is that mine or is that your mom might be a bit but my parents for sure my dad for sure oh yeah um environmental environment screwed up economy is screwed up and we're not allowed to complain about any of it. Yeah, like, we're we seen do. as ungrateful. Yeah. And and then it's like, oh, well, if you're complaining about it, do something about it. Well... What can we do? We can't do anything about it. We're yeah. trying. We're asking the government to support um, um, climate change, like, take action against climate change. Nothing's yeah. happening. And unfortunately... Um, sorry, yeah, go I'm going to call out Justin Trudeau. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, has approved two new pipelines in Canada, so... That's a That's completely nice. a 180 from his well, when he was running. He approved one and he bought another one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he approved the, that one 
what, two days after he declared a national climate emergency in Canada. Yeah. And Canada's supposed to be one of the countries that is actually legitimately concerned about the environment. Mm -hmm. Like, we only have 35 million people in the country. Yeah. That's not a lot of people. That's less than than the population of California alone. So, and we have a a huge, like, actual geographic space that we take up. Well, Switzerland has 8 million people and they fit they, the whole country is smaller than our province yeah. or our state if you're American. Yeah. So that like that just makes me feel stressed out even more because like if I wanted to do something about it, if I, for example, when I was a kid, I was growing up and I felt extreme anxiety about the um, environment and I really wanted to do something about it. I really mm-hmm. like science. So I thought I'm going to be a scientist when I grow up. I mean... I got into acting and I really enjoyed that. That was that became one of my main passions. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind, I always watched Mythbusters. I always yeah. watched um, Discovery nine. Channel. <laughs> I always watched stuff that was science based and like you. My beliefs are in the environment and yeah. science. Like today's science, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there's a whole other distraction that has a voice that is, unf- just makes me super mad. Mm. Um, we won't, we won't, um, we won't it. get into it maybe in another pa- podcast we'll talk about it um, anyways if I wanted to do something about it I have to just, I'd have to go to school for at least like six seven years and that's another part of the shit that we've been dealt yeah. the shit hand you go to school for years you get into a crappy amount of debt and then you can't even do what you have a degree in yeah I was I on Reddit, I see all the time people saying, I'm in like a hundred plus thousand dollars of debt yeah. from school. I have this degree. I can't afford to move to the city where those jobs are. Yeah. So I move back home and my debt keeps growing because I can't get a job that will be high enough to pay it off. Yeah. What, what I was thinking about the other day that kind of blew me away, we were sitting um, at that barbecue with your... Uh, family from scotland Mm -hmm. and your cousin said something about oh at least this job has you know a good minimum wage or a livable wage at least Mm -hmm. right and i kind of thought to myself wow i haven't heard i haven't ever heard someone say at least i have a job that has a livable wage not here no no i have a job that is above minimum wage quite a bit above minimum wage and it's still not a livable wage I'm going to be real with you guys. I have a job that pays $25 an hour, which minimum wage in Canada is, what is it now? Like, I think it's 13, like $13.85 or something. Minimum wage is $13.85. So this is $12 over the minimum wage. And the only way that it's livable is if I get paid overtime. And you work all the time. And I work full, every, yeah. yeah. Because even then... You don't get work all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Because sometimes I work four hours. They call me because I do stand-in. Mm-hmm. So they just call me for when they need me, like certain scenes. Mm-hmm. And the other day, I worked for four hours. And I'm lucky because the union makes it so that even if I work two minutes, I get paid for eight hours. Yeah. But the only way that I could, like, we could live, like, in an, in an apartment in Vancouver. Yeah. Like a, even a studio apartment. What the hell are you doing? You okay? Oh, she's, oh, she's dreaming. She's dreaming. <laughs> um, and be able to afford that and groceries and and my car and uh, electricity and, and internet. internet. Yeah, is 
is if I was working like 12 hours a day. Yeah. And I make, I'm doing my job that I'm only casual because I want to have time to do auditions and stuff, but I still mm-hmm. do work. Yeah. Like last pay period, I worked more than someone who would be working part-time. Yeah. Um, I, um, I make less than you do. Yeah. So <clears throat> then, and the other thing that blows me away is a lot of people rent. I mean, this is just like a personal choice in life kind of mm-hmm. thing. A lot of people in this city rent, and um, the only thing that upsets me about that is if you actually look at what an estimated mortgage would be, it's less than what rent is. Well, a lot of the time it's cheaper than what rent is. Yeah. The city of Vancouver declared that $2,200, $2,200 is affordable for a one-bedroom apartment in Vancouver. They literally yeah. said affordable. Yeah. That's not affordable. Like, if they say that's the average price in Vancouver, yeah. then I'd believe them. But they're saying that that's affordable. I'm like, yeah. who? <laughs> well, and, who like, we're you? extremely lucky. Like, in our current situation, we don't pay rent. Yeah, we're very we, lucky. We buy our own food most of the time. Yeah. Um, and we contribute to the household that we live in. Mm-hmm. But we're lucky. We're extremely lucky. Yeah. And, and I'm hoping that we can get our own place and move out and maybe buy a place or something. But mm-hmm. we are both... Like today we were talking about that and that's one of the reasons why we're making a podcast about this today is we're going to try and kick it into high gear, work as much as possible, work on our goals because yeah. those goals can move us forward in our careers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we are, weren't already focused on that, but now it's like we're adults we and need to do this. we need to be in our own, our own space, our own situation. Dog hair in my mouth. <laughs> that's the one thing that I didn't miss about having <laughs> a dog. dog. Yeah, waking up and having dog hair in my mouth. But she's so cute. She's adorable. How can you how can you be mad at that face? She's asleep. Oh. Oh, she woke up. <laughs> she's so funny cuz she's a super sweet dog to people. She'll only bark at people when she gets really excited and it's just like, "Who are you?" And like today when we took her on a walk, she barked at a guy who was on a roof. Because she didn't know. She was kind of like, what the hell what, is that? What are you doing up there? She was barking at him and I had to like, you know. I What I do is I give her like a little nip with my hand. Like it doesn't even hurt. I just like poke her with my fingers yeah, a little bit. Because it distracts her. It distracts it her. It reminds makes, her that you're there. That I, and that I'm in charge, right? Yeah. It's like, I don't want you to be barking right now. No. And that's the one thing that we're working on her with. Because she just, apparently the specific breed needs to be, when they're a puppy, needs to be socialized a lot. Otherwise they have trouble with other animals. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's the case with her. It's I guess she so just didn't cute, get enough. It's so cute, We were watching Austin Powers, and he has the cat. Yeah. And whenever she saw the cat, she'd be like, right? Yeah. She'd start growling. And yeah. then they, at the end, they have a fake cat because, like, it's frozen. It's frozen. Yeah. And she just looks at it and looks away. Yeah. Like, she knew it was fake. Yeah, she knew it wasn't real. So funny. And when we play with her, like, we bought her this toy last week, and it's uh, it's just completely destroyed. It used to have a squeaker in it. It used to be it. round. It used to be a round ball. It used and to now have, it's a mess. It used to have two of these, like, little loops on it. Now there's only one. The other one's destroyed. Um, she took the squeaker out. Yeah, she took the squeaker out. She plays with that separately. Yeah. Um, but when she plays with us, she sounds vicious. More than when she's, like, trying to go after other dogs. Yeah. Which she's doing less and less now, because we've been working with it, with her on it. But, um... She just sounds like she's going to murder. Yeah. But, but if you say ow or stop or drop it, she just stops right away. Like, yeah. she's so well trained. Mm-hmm. My sister did a really good job of, of training her. And she she knows bang. Yeah. And she knows 
um, you can you can hold your hand up like real high and yeah. say touch and she'll jump up and boop it with her nose. Yeah. You can do paw. You yeah. can say other paw and she'll raise the other one. Yeah. Um, she knows rollover kind of, but now she's lazy, so she doesn't go all the way. Yeah, she just goes on her back and yeah. feels like, oh, do yeah. I have to? Um, she used to know how, like, if you had a bell, like, my sister used to have, like, a little bell attached to a rope by the front door. She would go and ring that when she needed to go out to the bathroom. What a smart girl. Yeah. I wish she had done that today because she didn't want to go out at all. And then we were like, come on, we should go yeah. out. And she took a monster dump. Yeah. Like, bigger than any person's poo I've ever seen. Yep. <laughs> It did. It barely fit in the bag. It <laughs> yeah. barely, barely. Barely. I had to double bag it just yeah. in case. Yeah. Sorry, we're talking about dog poo. Today is just uh, a. <laughs> this episode is um all over the place. Yeah. Oh, we don't even have a charity. Nobody no. wants to be associated with this episode. No. <laughs> we don't even get permission to promote charities. I know. Okay. Well, let's talk about the charities. Okay. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. Um, Project Limelight is always one of our main. We support them. Um, Kig used to volunteer for them. That's very close to his heart. Yes. They put on really good um, musicals every year. Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah. We love it. The re- and the reason why they're very close to my heart and I, I always want to try and support them is because um, the people who organize it, they used to be have another program on Vancouver Island um, where I started. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's because of them that I got into the acting industry professionally. You got an agent. I got an agent and um, like... I mean, only like a couple months after I signed with an agent, I started booking things and I mm-hmm. got air buddies and stuff. And it's, I basically owe my entire career to them. So, and what they do, they create a community with young kids who need, need a community and mm-hmm. need to learn some skills like pre- performing and they want to get into the business. I know a few kids that have been in their programs that are working actors now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a really cool program and it's just amazing. Like I, I always... I always like think about how great it is and it makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. So if you guys could look them up, Project Limelight, just Google that and they'll come up. Another one that I really like is Kids Up Front. Mm-hmm. I love that one because it's so cool. If you buy tickets for something and you can't use them, you can donate them and they give them to kids who don't get these opportunities. And mm-hmm. I think that's so cool. Or you can just donate money. That's, yeah. that's cool too. Yeah. But I love that idea. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. It's like really I, cool. I wish I bought tickets for more things and couldn't go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess I could just buy tickets and donate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then one more? Sure. Um, the suicide hotline or the yeah. crisis center. Yeah. Any crisis center. It doesn't have to be Vancouver. Anyone. Yeah. Do you, uh, If you're going to donate to a crisis center, donate to your local crisis center. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of them don't have the resources that they need. Mm-hmm. I know that in our city... Um, there have been a bunch of times where people have called and there's been no one to answer. And that's just a really terrible thing, especially when you're not feeling well or you're having, um, having a crisis. Yeah. Your, your mental health is not where it needs to be and you are trying to get help. That's the one thing. If you're trying to get help, that help should be there. Absolutely. So, um, that's really important. That's important to both of us. And just know that if you ever call a crisis center and they don't answer, call 911. Yeah. They can help you as well. Yeah. Absolutely. They will answer and they will help you. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this podcast. I know it's kind of all over the place. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've said in like one of the last podcasts that next time we'll be more organized. This <laughs> time not. I mean it. This time I mean it. Next time we will be more organized. We'll play a game or something. We'll have sure. some fun. Um, as always, 
chat with us in the comments. Let us know what yeah. you think. Um, or email us. Or email us. And um, thanks, you guys. Thanks, you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.